Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday, the 20th of August, 2018. Happy Monday, everyone. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is, is a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices or topics that will help you personally and professionally grow. This call is brought to you by Dialogue. So if you like discussions and debate, you can host your own call-in talk show over social media. Thank you for joining us. My name is Edwin. I am your host, Edwin Frondozo. And today I'm, I'm super excited to introduce my co-host. He's, he's a friend, a fellow entrepreneur, a fellow Canadian ecosystem startup builder, Nevin Bukonjic. He's an award-winning serial entrepreneur, author, strategic advisor, and like I said, startup community leader. He is the founder of startup Sault Ste. Marie, which is part of um, Startup Canada Network and the author of two books, including the Amazon.com bestseller, 25 Money-Making Businesses You Could Start in Your Spare Time and Starting Your Own Business in Entrepreneur's Guide. Um, like I, so, so I just thought that an amazing topic would be how to launch a book, how to launch a book on Amazon and, and trying to get into, into that. So this was, I thought this would be great, even for personally. These are things that I flirted in my mind. So I'm so happy to have Nevin. If you are joining us live via the web, would love to hear from you. If you have questions for myself or Nevin, please join us. Uh, join the conversation. You could send a message through the browser or you could request to join us live. Uh, so if you have a book or if you launched, I would love to get your insights as well. So Nevin, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing, Edwin. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be talking about my new book, Starting Your Own Business. It's actually the second edition of uh, a previously published book, but what I did was uh, I published that back in 2013 as an ebook. And over the years, I've gained a lot more experience as an entrepreneur through Startup Canada and all the initiatives I'm involved in. So I was able to expand the book at about 50 pages a lot of great new advice and tips about starting a business. And I actually published it as a paperback as well this time. So I'm very excited to uh, talk about my experience. Yeah, no, I mean, let, let, why don't we just start right there? Because this is your second time around. So if this is your second time around, Nevin, for this one book, and you have another book, is it safe to say that you've gone through the process three times already, right? Yeah, actually more than three times. So uh, as an indie book publisher, there's a lot of tools out there, especially Amazon.com and their Kindle platform. Uh, they also own a company called CreateSpace that I've used for the paperback edition. The Kindle and paperback are two different um, sort of experiences. There's different formatting involved. There's different uh, graphics involved for the cover, etc. And uh, But overall, the tools are excellent to use. And once you get used to them, uh, you can do a lot of great things. So yeah, I've been through this process a number of times and I'm really excited about the newest edition. So, I mean, why would someone, like what are the benefits? I've heard many within my network, Nevin, you know, you could e simply easily use these publishing tools from Amazon or maybe you get an agent. Like, like what are the pros and cons? And if you could go through like sort of your thought process as you built this and, and what would you do differently maybe as, you know, moving forward? Sure. Well, it's been an interesting journey. And back in 2012, I was really involved in the internet marketing 
side of things, looking at different uh, revenue generating models. I came across this whole uh, publish your own Kindle book sort of uh, niche. And I really got involved in that and uh, learning about the market. It was, it was pretty evergreen at the time. And uh, I was learning about all the different tools. So what I had been doing, I had been writing my own book. And initially, I wanted to focus on youth entrepreneurs because that's a market that I really enjoy interacting with. Um, through my jobs and my entrepreneurship experience, I've had a lot of uh, experience presenting to young entrepreneurs and talking with them and helping them out to get their startups going. But then the business side of my mind sort of took over as I was learning about this niche publishing market. And I decided to switch gears from a youth oriented starting a business book to more of a broader book because just because of the market size, mm -hmm. I'd realized at the time that the youth market for eBooks was probably pretty small. And so I wanted to capitalize on that and get a bigger market as I was testing things out. So I was actually, I was working with a publisher out of San Francisco, not on a formal level, but mm -hmm. I was actually getting advice, somebody I'd met through social media. So I was getting some advice. I sent uh, a draft of my book, got some great feedback. One of the feedback items was I talked about 10 different business ideas uh, that you could start with low risk, low capital, uh, get things going. Almost, I'd, I'd equate it to a side hustle today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. as well. One of the, the, gig, the, gig the gig economy. Exactly. Exactly. And they really keyed up upon this and they said, we love that you talk about 10 different businesses. What we'd love to see if you can find actual entrepreneurs doing those businesses and write and interview those people as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I really took that to heart. Um, and I intended on doing that. But again, what changed in my mind was, I was so excited to get something out. I just wanted to try out this Kindle platform and see if I could actually sell books on my own. Mm -hmm. So what I decided to do, I'd upped the 10 ideas to 25 and I decided to pull that entire chapter out of my book and put it out as its own book. And that's mm -hmm. what became 25 money-making businesses you can start in your spare time. I put that book out. I went through the whole process of publishing the Kindle this was in 2013, there. right, Nevin? Yeah, 2012, 13 uh, mm -hmm. time frame. So I put out my first book, uh, 25 Money Making Ideas. And to my amazement, it began selling. <laughs> and it's such an incredible feeling when your products that you're putting out there start to sell themselves. And I really started to understand um, Amazon.com is an incredible platform, regardless if you're selling physical products, virtual ebooks, you name it. There's a huge marketplace there and people find what you're selling. Mm -hmm. So my book started to sell up to, I was reaching points where I was selling 500 books a month. Wow. Uh, these, these were all Kindles. So in, in the price was ranging from a dollar to $2. So it wasn't a huge, huge revenue generator. Just amazed, people are buying my book and I'm getting good reviews, and it's such an exciting time. So, I actually put this project on hold the starting your own business, put it a little bit on hold as I was having success with my first book, 
and uh, what I decided, I picked up, I picked up where I left off uh, a few months later, and and eventually finished up this book and put it out as an ebook as well uh, in 2013. Now I have to say, um, even though I consider this my real book, <laughs> starting yeah. your own business, my previous book outsold it at least 10 to one. So I learned a few lessons along the way. Um, I learned that people want to figure out what kind of business they can start as opposed to necessarily how to start a business. So I think people were excited. Oh, this is great. 25 ideas I can check out, see if they fit for me. I'm really excited about this. I don't really want to know how to start a business yet because I need the idea first, right? Exactly. So I definitely learned some lessons along the way. Um, but over the last few years, it's really been gnawing away at me that my quote real book uh, didn't sell as well. And I thought I could really do a better job of updating it, uh, adding more experience and advice to it. And I really wanted to get this version out as a paperback. So along the way, I think in 2015, I did publish uh, 25 Money Making Businesses. You can start in your spare time as a paperback. Yeah. I've probably sold a hundred copies. Mm -hmm. um, so not nearly as popular as the Kindle version. Um, but I really wanted to get this next book out as a paperback, even just as a personal accomplishment. Because as you mentioned, a lot of people grew up with the dream of writing a book. And I actually started dabbling in fiction before I put these out. And I just couldn't find the time to, uh, you know, the time and isolation, I think, to focus on a fiction novel. So that's why I decided to start writing about business, something I knew about, something I could sit down and, you know, type out 10 pages at a time in, in a couple hours and uh, just get something done about a topic I knew about. Yeah, so sort of what led me into uh, my own self-publishing and indie publishing. And it's been a great ride so far. So, I mean, what's really fascinating for me is, I mean, you're an entrepreneur. You, I mean, you're doing many things. Like, where are you even finding this time now? And like, well, like if you if you were outside looking at Nevin, you look at me and I'm like, Nevin, I need I'm going to I need to write a book. <laughs> I need to do a book. <laughs> And I have all this content with my podcast. I'm going to do it around, you know, whatever is successful business yeah. leaders. Like, how do I, like, what would you tell me to get started? I think it's uh, important to sort of split it up into chunks. So what you want to do is sort of put together an outline. What do you think your book's going to look like? What are the different chapters and topics you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Because that's going to help you, okay, I want to talk about, marketing on a budget, which I do talk about in my new book. I've had a ton of experience doing that. Every startup I've been involved in, I've always been bootstrapping. I've always been, you know, capitalizing on the free or low cost marketing ideas. So I had a lot to say about that. Mm -hmm. So once you have on paper what your what you think your book's gonna look like, the outline, the topics, the chapters, you could just start writing about those topics. And I find it good to just write, write, write and then go back and edit because you don't want to stifle your own creativity. You don't want to 
uh, sort of self-censor your ideas. You just want to write about your experiences and then you're going to reshape it and mold it later on. But I think one of the keys, and I've really, uh, because my daughter just turned five last week. Happy so birthday. Having, <laughs> happy birthday, Hannah. So having a child, and I know you can relate to this, yes. <laughs> can throw a wrench in your, your normal schedule that you're used to having because you want to spend a lot of time with your kids, your family. Um, so what you really need to do as well, and uh, you're probably doing this already because you have a podcast and other initiatives happening, but you really need to find some dedicated time. So I typically write from 10 p.m. till about 12 p.m. every night, or 12 a.m., sorry, um, because that's the only real time that I have that I can have to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone, everyone's in bed, and I can focus for that couple of hours really get stuff done because during the day, you know, I have a full-time job. I have a family. I have a lot of things going on and you just, you, it's not something you want to spend 10 minutes on here and there. You need to spend a, few, a block of time. Yeah. Cause there's, there's I'm sure there's like a, a process a, a, like a writer's process for you and for everyone just to, to get in. I mean, it, I understand getting the outline and I, you know, I, I sort of think about it as putting together, a keynote speech or or a talk, right? You're gonna start with your blocks first, and then you're gonna go back exactly. and and put in the data in there. But I mean, for me, for podcast, Nevin, I mean, a podcast for for a book, it almost seems unsurmountable, like because I haven't done it yet, obviously. So, right. so, like, like, I think what? you would be surprised. Um, once you start writing, it just starts flowing out, <laughs> and like I said. <laughs> You, you don't want to stop that flow. You just want to get your ideas down and then go back and edit and reshape and move things around later. So I'd, I think most people would be surprised at how much they actually know about a topic and they can talk about. So it's really just about getting organized and getting started. You know, whether this takes you two months to write, uh, I think my first edition of this book did take me about three or four months. Maybe it takes you a year. Maybe it takes you two years. Um, but you just have to get started and keep going. It could take you. I've, I've read blogs and, and I mean, just, just sort of like recommended to me. People, I've heard people who, who write books now, maybe business books, and mm -hmm. they've done multiple. They I forgot. I forgot the gentleman's name. He write, He writes a blog. He's one of these entrepreneurs that are, you know, sort of backpack entrepreneurs. But he would basically, what I've been told, is book like a, across an ocean, <laughs> cruise right. ship, and then after that week, because you're alone, it's only you dedicated. That's your writing time. <laughs> is mm -hmm. that something that you, if you had the luxury, would would that be something that would actually even make sense? Oh, I think that would work. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're writing fiction, as I mentioned, I just could never find the time uh, and the ability to focus. That's what I would need. I always said, you know, if I went back and restarted my fiction book, I would have to be at a cabin somewhere by myself for literally like a month <laughs> in order to just get your mind in that mode where you can think and you're not disturbed and you're not being distracted. I think it's really important. But having said that, the difference with writing fiction and again, writing a, a nonfiction topic that you know about, 
I could easily go in and bang out 10 pages on marketing or whatever the topic is sort of in the midst of my daily activities, as long as I was able to sit down with a little bit of quiet and start writing my ideas. So the nonfiction space, I think, is a lot easier for authors and, and new authors just to get their ideas down. Uh, it requires a lot less, I think, uh, you know, focus and quiet and um, time away from your life. Right. No, that makes sense. So for me, um, you know, you hear about the self-publishing and then you have people also looking for publishers. Like, like why outside of this ease of uh, tools, like why would someone really focus on, on getting an agent or, or getting a publisher on, on board? I think, um, and, and one of the reasons I think uh, self-publishing and indie publishing has become so popular is because it's one of those uh, personal branding tools. If you put out a book, people automatically assume you're an expert in, in the topic, I think, in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. And you can use that book and that tool to build your own uh, brand and your business, etc. So it's sort of that very popular idea, that extension of having your own blog right and being found being found by other experts and people and people really resonating with what you're writing about um i think the big difference is you you, you would need to be um sort of at a a higher level of recognition i think for a, a publisher to recognize or, or sort of uh, contemplate publishing your book especially on non-fiction topics i mean uh a lot of fiction writers sort of come out of nowhere with a great story and and publishers latch onto that and there's plenty of uh, examples of indie publishers who have gone to the next level um i think with non-fiction to know what you're talking and uh especially to capture the attention of a real have your audience built so for me this is a stepping stone this is achieving sort of one of my uh, dreams and goals is to publish my own book, even though it's an indie published book. I'm very proud of the work I've done, but who knows what the future holds as I continue to build my brand and my audience. You never know. I could, uh, I could, uh, take it to a, a traditional publisher, uh, for my next book. We never know. And I guess also that being said, in terms of the stepping stone uh, and proving the success and, and, being diligent and keep moving forward it also gives you the story to publishers in the future if you have like this amazing story idea that you want to do i mean you're you have a track record right exactly i have something tangible i can bring to a publisher and say listen i've self-published two books the first one has sold over eight thousand copies um the second one is well underway you know it looks professional it looks like something the same quality is something you would buy on the store out of chapters. That's the level of quality for indie publishing through tools like uh, create space and uh, Amazon's, uh, you know, other tools for paperbacks. If you had this, my new book in your hands, you would, <laughs> you wouldn't know that it was self published until yeah. perhaps you start reading it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, now that you said that, like, do you, go through the process of having like editors or like who, who reads this or who, 
who pre-reads this before you go to print? Yeah, so definitely when indie publishers still want to use the same tools, they want to have their books edited, they want to have professional looking uh, cover developed, etc. In my case, my wife happens to be a really good editor. And uh, so I've had her help to edit all of my books. Um, and she does a really good job. And obviously, it's great to, uh, you know, I can read this book a million times and not catch all of the errors and grammatical errors, etc. that somebody else with fresh eyes would find right away. So it's important to have your work edited, whether by a professional or, or your sort of colleagues or team. Um, it's very important to have professionally designed cover. So actually, as an entrepreneur, I've used Fiverr.com for a lot of the work I've done. And Sometimes, most of the time, I'm really impressed with the work. The odd time, you get not so much what you're looking for. But this time around, I found a great designer from Croatia on Fiverr.com who did my cover. I just had to give him the size of the book, the specs, all the content, some imagery. And away they went and created this design. And I'm really, really happy with it. Uh, it's a huge step up from the original cover, which I designed myself. So I'm really excited about this. But your your book has to look professional for it to be professional. So you want to make sure it looks good. It's on the shelf. That's what people buy, right? They look at the cover and, and judge the book. Sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. But that's the way it goes. It's got to look professional. It's got to look great, exciting, attractive. That's great. If you're just joining us live um, or, or, or on the recorded version, we are talking about how to launch a book. I'm um, just getting some tips from Nevin, who, uh, who's self-published, has best-selling uh, books as well. Um, have any questions, feel free to message us or join us if you have any questions for Nevin. Uh, Nevin, before we slowly wind down, I mean, I'm learning, I'm taking notes. This is amazing, so I do appreciate your time. Um, let's say I'm ready, done. I got everything edited now. And I'm ready to launch. Like, like I've 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 read about stories about people here in Toronto doing launch parties for their books or or making something really big. Like, what what if you were to launch another book? What would be your dream launch, and and how would you do it? Well, this time around, I did do it a little differently. Um, back in 2012, 2013, with the first books, I was very much an indie publisher, experimenting. And finding out what worked I've learned a lot over the years as well um, this time around I actually there was a Northern Ontario book fair happening in Sault Ste. Marie uh, just a couple of weeks ago and so I had applied to be one of the featured publisher or sorry featured authors um, back in the spring and I was accepted so there was nine authors from Northern Ontario that would be sort of at the book fair, signing copies, talking to customers, meeting people. And we are on sort of a rotating schedule. Uh, the book fair also had about 40 other books from authors that weren't represented in person. So it was a great opportunity. I thought, okay, this is the perfect time to launch, you know, my second edition as a paperback. So I had about two to three months of lead time where I said, okay, I've been working on this update now. Now I really have to get it done. 
So uh, sometimes pressure is good, and I did. <laughs> deadlines, are, deadlines are great. <laughs> oh, perfect. I need those very much sometimes. So I was able to complete the book about two weeks ahead of time. Uh, you know, I had enough pressure uh, to get it done, to do all the writing, editing, and get the new version out there. Uh, so I used the book fair as sort of my launch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting a bit of press leading up to the book fair from the fair itself saying these are the authors that will be represented. Here are their books that are going to be available to purchase. Um, and then I sent out a press release the week before and started drumming up sort of local interest as well. Um, out of that, I was interviewed uh, twice actually on a local news channel. Um, I was interviewed at the book fair itself. I was, so I was able to promote my book uh, to the local market in North, Northern Ontario. Um, and now I'm extending that marketing. So, uh, you know, we chatted about this and I'm on your show, which is fantastic. Uh, on Wednesday, I'll be uh, also interviewing uh, live on TV for, for a different internet channel. Um, and just getting the word out there. So I think uh, coming back to your original question, I think a launch party can be fantastic. You know, if you have a big group of uh, supporters and people that uh, sort of support what you're doing, I- I'm contemplating that. I know I've I've met a ton of entrepreneurs locally through Startup Sault Ste. Marie. I have a lot of entrepreneur friends that I think would, you know, come out and support something like that because that's the whole concept of the startup community is building that support around what everyone's doing as an entrepreneur. So I'm still contemplating that. Um and looking at other ideas to get the word out. I definitely want to work on my uh, marketing on Amazon itself. So you can do things like sponsored ads and different things. I'm also looking at doing some Facebook marketing and that kind of sort of traditional marketing or what we see as traditional now using social media because it's so powerful to get your message out there. Mm -hmm. But you definitely do want to have a launch plan. Um, You don't want to stumble into it um and there's a lot of great things you can do for low cost to get the word out there for sure for sure that could that could be a book idea nevin (laughs) (laughs) well i do talk a lot again about the marketing piece in my book so you have to check that out (laughs) definitely we'll definitely check that out any final tips nevin for those who are listening like you know had maybe a dream or, or maybe they're in the cusp of just starting like any any final tips you'd love to leave with them um moving forward well, I think, um, you know, we're always promoting entrepreneurship. I, I can't say enough about entrepreneurship. I'm so excited about everything involved in entrepreneurship from starting your own business to growing a business to helping others, uh, you know, to growing your community. I think I look at writing your own indie book as essentially a business because essentially you're creating a product and then you have to market that product. Um, as we all do as entrepreneurs, you know, we're responsible for promoting our own products and selling them and making sure it all sort of pans out. So you can almost look at publishing a book as, as being an entrepreneur. I think, uh, in a lot of cases, authors have to be an entrepreneur, especially in indie publishing to, uh, to put out a book and, and get sales from that book. So there's a lot of tips you can learn from entrepreneurship um, that can take you further in being an indie author as well. But I think my my tip would be 
learn a lot about the topic. So there's so much. When I got started back in 2012, I actually took an online course about sort of publishing on Kindle and making money. Mm -hmm. And that's really where I got my start. I learned a lot of tips up front. I learned the process. Um, I learned how you could get it done. And then I took, took off from there. So I think there's a ton of resources that are even free that you, and actually there's a ton of uh, Kindle books and regular books about publishing a book. So pick up a book, read online, learn about the process, you know, tap into your network about with anybody who's done it, because it's one of those things where it can seem overwhelming, especially the online formatting and building your book online until you've done it once. Um, it can seem overwhelming. But after you've done that first time, like I did, you can really see uh, the impact you can make. The impact in the process as well. Uh, that's amazing, Nevin. Thank you so much for joining us. But before I, I close off today's episode, can you tell us where we could find more information about you, your books, or, or anything else you'd like to share with us today? Sure, sure. Well, I'm available uh, on LinkedIn and also my website, www.nevinbukonjic.com. And you can find both of my books, both the Kindle and paperback edition on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, and all of the uh, alternative Amazon sites. So I hope you check out the book. I'm really proud of it. You're going to learn all the steps required in starting a business from, you know, picking your business idea, researching your market, looking at funding alternatives. Uh, we talk about business planning and alternatives, marketing on a budget, harnessing social media, everything you need to know essentially to establish and grow a business. So I hope everyone checks it out. We definitely will. Thank you again, Nevin. Have an amazing week. Good luck. And, and do keep us in check in terms of other things or initiatives that, uh, that you'll be launching. Definitely will. Thanks again, Edwin. So the Business Leadership Podcast Live is coming to an end. It's, it's an almost daily show. I try to talk with amazing thought leaders, business entrepreneurs, um, subject matter experts. Every Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, sometimes Fridays. Um, this call today was brought to you by Dialogue. So if you like discussions and debate, you could host your own call and talk show over social media. And if you haven't done so yet, be sure to check my podcast where I do exclusive interviews uh, with business leaders to discuss their journeys, experiences on business leadership. Uh, the podcast is called The Business Leadership Podcast. New episode drops every Tuesday. You could catch the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap. That's Monday. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Um, and I'll see you next time. Edwin signing off.